0: Hello and welcome to the Netball Nation podcast. It feels good to be back. It does. I've had two weeks away. You look the different Aww. again. Shining Are you sure a you've turn. not been on holiday? You're looking you, kind of tan. Tanning a can, isn't it? <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm joined by Sarah Bayman and Maggie Bergershaw as always. Thank you so much, ladies. And I'm Emma Jones, your host of Netball Nation. Now on today's show, we're going to be talking about the results from round seven of the Vitality Super League and get some reaction after Loughborough's back-to-back she's on a yes. roll they're on a roll Which uh, which season moving into fourth spot in the table this is so exciting i, I can't know, wait fabulous. to talk about this uh, we're also going to touch on the anz premiership which got underway this weekend and find out how we can stay up to date with all of those games and finally following the chat last week about boys playing netball and how they progress into the men's game we're going to be joined by lewis the founder and manager of knights men's netball team do you know what i really can't wait to talk to him we've got an exciting show ahead i know as
1: always it all just kicked off last week after that discussion about um men and boys playing netball so yeah
0: it went a bit mental didn't it it did this is what we want to do we want to cause a bit of a debate
1: and get some reaction yeah always always get get everyone talking about netball (laughs) exactly welcome to netball nation
0: Firstly, excellent news, Sarah. Back-to-back wins yes. for Loughborough. And you're now sitting very comfortably in fourth spot in the
1: Vitality Super League.
0: Yeah. How happy? Scale of one to ten, how yeah. happy are you right now? Uh,
1: well, I'm a coach, so I'm never at ten. So <laughs> I, was, I was probably like a, a solid 7.5. Yeah. Um, But no, it was really nice. We'd gone, like, first six games, we'd gone loss-win, loss-win, loss-win. So we really, really wanted to break that cycle and preferably with a win. (laughs) So, yeah, it was nice and a, a big win. Um, against Storm, who we were level on points with, so in the scheme of things, it was it was pretty important. And you know, hopefully we can we can build now and, and make sure we we don't drop out of that top four again. Do you think the win against Thunder helps
0: build some belief? Yeah,
1: massively, massively. And I think there, there was also a sort of determination this week to prove that it wasn't a, a flash in the pan, that it wasn't just a fluke. And you know, w- we can do that week in week out and be be consistent with what we put out on court. And so um, that's the challenge now. You know, try and try and do that every week. It's really, really exciting, isn't it, Mags? Oh,
2: I I, I sat watching the game, and obviously I have a, a bit of an affiliation with Loughborough. And from the from the start of that game, the girls were in control and you know i had a, a a bit of a soft spot for vicky o, and i always always want her to do so well because i think that there is just a talent in that player and she stepped up and we always used to have this thing about you know third quarter awesomeness and just awesomeness across the board for vicky and between her and mary and and not forgetting all the other girls who played their part but i just thought that look just looked perfect in that game they just performed I, so I well. i did
1: say to vicky she just it's like she just Got sick of it in the third quarter. and was like, right, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm just going to. I'm just going to win all these balls myself because you know I've had enough of this. And that's just what <laughs> she can I do. I was like, so switch that on earlier. <laughs> and it
0: was it was Mary the got <laughs> player of the match. Wasn't it was.
1: It? it was. Um, and she played really well. Um, she she shot really well. She was a good target for us. Um, does we we had a bit of a, a loss of connection with our feeders. You know, we were feeding the ball a bit short, and that's kind of a, a two way problem between shooter and feeder. But um, generally you know we put up 66 goals and and that's going to win most matches so we'll we'll take that
0: and do you think Mary's going to help you sort of with the top spot w-
1: well yeah she's definitely not hindering us that's <laughs> true um no i think like she's a massive asset yeah. but you know she's she's new to this league she's new to this country it's a huge culture shock and um it's a huge change for her so there is a period of adjustment and we've got to make sure that we don't we don't push too hard too soon with these players because you like you know she's 22 you she's moved to a new country she's got a son at home. Like it's, there's a lot going on. So yeah. Yeah. So you've got to make sure that you look after like players as people first and and they're not just just there to to win your games.
0: Well, yeah, that's crucial, isn't it? Because they've got to be mentally with it for in every area of their lives. And and she's got
2: some big, some really big boots to fill. And you know, that will be, I'm sure, in some part of her brain, about her uh, a friend that's left, you know, gone a Ugandan friend that's left um, and gone across to Australia. But I thought that she did super, super well. If, if you remember the cartoon called Inspector Gadget. Yes. <laughs> you know, Mary has got arms like Inspector Gadget. They just, just grow and come from nowhere.
1: Feed pull that those back her know. Uh, uh, she'll just look at me blankly because she'll have no idea what <laughs> Inspector Gadget <laughs> is. But we, we, we say that to Ella Clark as well because, you know, that's, oh, yeah. that is that is a big old circle in there now. You've got Mary and you've got Ella Clark who's got like arms down to so um, that's a, a lot of span you've got That's a um,
0: well do you know what before we move on with the other results round of applause yeah, thank you thank, you thank you thank you Harry and the girls got, You're well done got
1: one prediction right <laughs> <laughs> take it keep your money
0: keep yeah. your money okay uh, the other results from the round saw big away wins for both 7 Stars and Wasps uh, Stars beat Sirens 37-56 and Wasps beat Team Bath 46-57 uh, firstly the Sirens and Stars game surely Sirens have to be disappointed with that after taking a big win against Pulse in the oh. last round. On, these
1: these non-english teams are killing me and i reckon <laughs> i reckon it's from like years of abusing them as an england player they're now taking the revenge because mm. I, I didn't back sirens when when they had that big win at pool so i was like nah at home backing them and then they they take a hammering from stars which yeah. i just didn't see that coming yeah. and i they will be disappointed with that
0: it's going to be a hit to the confidence isn't it
1: i think it- <laughs> It will be a hit to the
2: confidence, but um, I don't think it's going to hinder them moving forward. I looked at the scoreline and I thought, it's, the 37, I think it's about 37 goals. Yeah. Is that all they got? So if you break that down per quarter, you're never going to win a game if you're not giving that mm-hmm. ball to your shooter. Mm-hmm. And fair play to the um, Stars defence. They've obviously done a job on kind of keeping that ball away from her um, because, you know, she's not getting the ball. She ain't putting that ball through the net.
0: Well, could this help kickstart Stars' season, finally?
1: Yeah, it could do. Um, and I think... There's a lot of teams who've not won as many games as you'd expect with the players they've got in the squads. And so stars are one of those. You know, they've they've got some quality players in there. Sam mm. Cook's a, a great defender. She's got really good... She, they've actually got a really strong defence end. I yeah, really yeah. like their defence end this this year. Um, and then they've brought Georgia Rowan, who gives them height in the shooting See, circle. she's come on. Yeah. I
2: mean, I remember when she came onto the scene and, you know, she's this very willowy goal shooter, but she had an awesome game, you know, and... I think her stats were up, she were high 90s with her shots. So, okay. you know, she's developing beautifully and just at the right place.
1: So, yeah, I, I think, I think they'll, they will go on to be stronger this season and, and probably upset a few teams in the latter part of the season. Good stuff. Well, uh,
0: the Bath and Wasps game next, ladies. Wasps remain unbeaten and quarter two saw the defending champions pull away as they won that 7-17. How does Team Bath now respond to two back-to-back defeats and moving down fifth place on the table?
1: I think Bath have got Thunder next, so it just doesn't get easier for them. Um, But we've said none of the games are easy.
2: You know, none of mm. them. And, you know, that. They're a quality side, you know, with lots of strength and depth within that team. And, you know, they'll they'll go away, they'll lick the wounds and they'll come out fighting. And I think that they will step up to that Thunder game.
1: Yeah, I, I think they will. And to, to be fair, on the back of the loss of the week before, mm. that that's, a, that's not a bad result yeah. against Wasps. And they got Ebony back. She played a full game. She'll probably be... She'll be a little bit fitter again this week, so that that'll be good. They they do need Serena back, and um, I think to beat Thunder, they'd need to have Serena back, and yeah. um, they'll they'll have a good crack at it regardless. But I, I just don't think they'll have enough no, if Serena's so. still not playing. It'll be an interesting one to
0: watch. And um, their director of netball's leaving. Jess, yeah. is that going to have an impact on them? Do you think? I don't think through the season, no.
1: No, it's it's a tough one because I think. Uh, in some ways, they might want to win it for her because you know she's been there forever and a day, and you know she kind of embodies Team Bath a little bit. So part part of you's probably desperate to win it. Um, but it, it it is a funny one when when people announce that they're leaving mid midway through a season because it it can be a bit destabilising. But I think they've got enough experienced players in that group to to be able to deal with that. Has that ever happened to you? No, I don't think it has. Uh, I think they've probably just left before I've got there. <laughs> I suppose the problem is, you see. That <laughs> I'm she off. has to. Yeah, oh, God, she's yeah. not coming, is yeah. she? I'm off.
2: <laughs> she has to, because the way that it works, she has to tell people, uh, she has to tell them that she's leaving mm-hmm. because they have to be out there looking for a replacement. Big shoes to fill yet again. Um, she can't leave it till the last game of the season because they'll, they'll never find anybody of the right quality. No, to and, fill
1: it, in. and it's tough on, on both fronts because you've, you've got to look for a replacement coach, but you're also starting to look at next year player wise yeah. so if you go and have a have if you have discussions with players whether and at the minute they'll be within your squad because you you not appro- you can't approach players from other squads but you can't have discussions about what it's going to be like next year knowing that you're not going to be there yeah of course so you kind of have to Yeah, tell people.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a bit of a weird time for them, but you think maybe they'll try and get it for her. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Uh, Well, Monday night saw Saracens Mavericks take a solid win against London Pool 65-37. Now, the home side were ahead most of the game and they looked pretty comfortable in that one. Uh, Mavericks are sitting nicely in joint second, uh, but Thunder do have a game in hand as they have their fixture against Wasps to play. It's going to be massive, that, isn't it? It Big, big game.
1: Yeah, it is, and you know they match up to get uh, against each other quite well, and they've both had really tough schedules recently. I think Thunder were away at Dragons Monday, they are away at Bath Friday, they go away to Wasps on Wednesday. But then serious travel. But then yeah. Wasps are similar; they they've been away away. They'll play on a Wednesday, so uh, those teams will go at it, and I think that'll be that'll be a great game.
0: Well, talking to Dragons as well, they also hosted Manchester Thunder. Uh, They were were always chasing the game, but they did well to keep things close until the final quarter, where Thunder managed to pull away and score a massive 83 goals, taking the win 56-83. Now, Thunder have responded well following their defeat to Loughborough last week. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh what, they lost to for? <laughs> I, oh, I didn't know I mentioned it, it. Straight away to that. i totally forgotten. <laughs> Should we have another half an hour? Don't, don't forget, reminder, reminder. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and they'll be travelling to team Bath in round eight. Is that going to be a big game for them, do you think?
1: Uh, Yes, yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like I said, they've, they've got a tough schedule. Um, the Dragons game, I still don't think Thunder... Are in Top Gear, the Dragons game, they left it late, and you know that scores a, a huge score. But most of the damage was done in the last quarter. Mm. Um, against someone like Bath, they'll be put under pressure from the off. So I think they're going to have to be a little bit better throughout the four quarters if they want to if they want to win that. But like I said, I think if Bath don't have Serena, I think Thunder will have too much on the bench and in the starting seven to to for Bath. Do you agree with that,
0: Max? <laughs>
2: Yes and no, because I I made a little note earlier in the week saying that they need Serena because she just gives the team so much confidence. They play better with her. She is without a doubt, you know, that quality player that brings the, court, the ball through the court. However, I still think that Thunder... They've got a little bit more in their, in their uh, back pocket. Really? Well, that'll yeah. be
0: interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Watch this space. Uh, right, before we move on, we've had a question in from Richard, who's asked about the difficulties faced when players have other commitments that mean they can't train or be available for games. Uh, now, the, the Vitality Super League isn't yet a professional league, so players do have to work, don't they? They might have other commitments and stuff throughout the season. Sarah, how <clears> um, like do you manage that? How do you juggle your time?
1: It's it's a tough one because, you know, you've got different players in different scenarios. You know, you've got some players who will be full time because they're England players and then they do Super League. So they're just full time netballers. You've got some players who are students, some players who are working and people have different commitments on the time. So it is hard. You know, I think growing up playing netball, you learn to manage your time well. You learn to prioritise things well, but there's always there's always going to be pinch points, whether that's exams for students or, you know, you know, Lucy Preece on our team's an accountant, so it was end of year, wow. end of tax year. So what do you do? You, mm. You've got to be in work. You can't just you can't yeah. just leave. Um, and then I, I guess the flip side of that, from a coach's perspective, is how do you deal with that? Because do you make it black and white? If you don't train, you don't play. Well, what if Ebony Bedford Chambers has got a big court case and she doesn't train? You're not going to play her. Yeah. So it, it's it, it is a juggling act and it's it's a difficult one. But I think that there has to be clear communication, early communication between lots of different parties, whether that's a university, a a workplace, coaches, um, the player, it's, yeah, it's a tough one. And how do you do that? Do you deal with that? Do you sit down with them and talk through their
0: schedules and what they look like so that you're in a clear space with it all?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's just so many calendars and schedules and all sorts flying around and, and yet group discussions around, you know, what the training plan looks like, individual discussions around what individuals training plans look like and Um, Just trying to break it down so you get the most out of people. Um, Because the other thing is, what's the point in flogging someone who's worked a 12-hour day and, you know, is good for nothing anyway? Like, you're getting nothing out of them. So just trying to work out the best, yeah, how you get the best out of people can, can be tough when people have got just really different demands on them. I imagine it's quite frustrating for the team as well. Because they do have other commitments.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't have it at the same level as Sarah, um, for obvious reasons. But we do have the same sorts of conversations with our younger players, because we are in a performance league. And they have the issues with playing other sports, yeah. You know, having yeah. to represent school. Some of these girls play at schools that, you know, win national schools. So there's a lot of pressure and expectation on them. You know, they're ambassadors for the schools. So school would always, always try to argue that you know we need them on those big games, and we kind of understand that. Um, and exams, exams is a big one for us at the moment because they're doing the GCSEs. You know, and the
0: there's a they're lot of pressure on them. With that. There's ridiculous
2: pressure on them, and, and you have to balance it because. There are, the studies are important because if, if netball isn't the, isn't the job that they're going to do, and I hope that our children at the moment, netball becomes a professional sport for them, you know, in three or four or five years, whatever that may be. But right now it isn't, and so they have to concentrate on their studies. So you do. It's a lot of communication. It's a lot of understanding within the team. Um, if you've got your culture right, then everybody accepts and understands that certain things have to take priorities at different times in people's lives.
1: Yeah, and and I think that's one of the key things that those messages and and those skills in terms of time management and communication and prioritising things are learned early. You know, when when I was younger, well, I am showing my age, but you know, the mobile phones weren't so prevalent. But my mum and dad would make me call my coach, so if I wasn't going to go training, I had to I had to ring them up and tell them. And And so, so you only hiding behind your parents. Yeah. Yeah. So you only didn't go training if you really couldn't go training because you were going to have to have have to call them up and be like, "Oh, hey, I can't go training," and they'd be like, "Okay, why not?"
0: Yeah, but that's good because it's instilling those good values from an early age. Like you're saying, that's exactly what you want. Yeah. Because when you get to the level like you guys, that has to happen.
1: Yeah, and and it does, and and you have to get better at it because more demands will be put on you. So you'd have to be able to to decide what's important and you know what's essential. any given time. Yeah, and,
2: and we've introduced, um, we've got a head teacher who is like our pastoral lead. And you know, she has regular meetings with the girls because she knows what is a priority, what isn't a priority. She's also the voice of reason with the coaches and what a job w- title I know innit? it I know. I know. what do you do I'm the voice of reason Yeah, <laughs> the voice of reason <laughs> you'd want a badge with that one <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you, you, yeah? do, you? <laughs> but the see, sometimes the coach will always want more of those girls time you will always want as much time as you can have out of those girls which sometimes would be to the detriment of other things like their studies so you need that person who will sit you down and and kind of reason on behalf of the player and you do need him.
0: I feel like there could be a, a sub-podcast, just a one-off of this all alone because this is a whole area that needs exploring,
2: really. Yeah, yeah. there could. And,
1: and like I, I mentioned Ebony there, you know, she she went through a law degree. You know, we got Leila Guskath, who's a qualified doctor. Like people have done it and they've done difficult, difficult jobs and studies and things like that. Um, so it is it is about ma- being able to manage and being able to communicate with people properly
0: I think I think actually yeah we should do this then we'll try and follow it up maybe speak to some of these people yep. who have done this who've mm. been able to juggle it find out how they did it and yeah. just sit down and have a podcast on yeah. it because I think that'd be really good uh, so Richard that, that's an answer to your question spiralled nice out of control there, there <laughs> Richard look what you've started uh, opened a whole can of worms um, right moving on the ANZ Premiership in New Zealand got underway this weekend now sorry, you've played out there haven't you yes what's it like to
1: play out there it's all awesome yeah and it's different because because they're a small nation um the league's only got six teams so you play three rounds and it, it is a little bit different but you know the the love that that country has for netball like you can't even explain it like people would give me a free coffee on the monday if we'd won like wow. just in the coffee shop in wellington they i'd like, save a fortune yeah, if well, i was playing netball i know well th- thank god we had a successful season <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i didn't spend any money um but they'd just be like oh well done for yesterday and it's wow. just insane. Like people, people know. Like, what's, that is what's incredible. Happening. So, is there a whole buzz then around the ANZ Premiership? There is, and I think the unfortunate thing for New Zealand at the minute is because their international team has taken a bit of a dip. There's been a bit a bit of backlash there in terms of you know what are our netballers doing? Like, is this the best we've got? Um, but I think the ANZ is is a real opportunity because they've taken the decision to limit imports. You can only have one per team. They're really using it as a development tool for their for their silver ferns. So actually, I think people are quite excited about ANZ because they get to see all the best New Zealand talent and they're quite passionate about that. So um, there will be a buzz about it.
0: And have you managed to catch up on any of the round one fixtures yet?
1: I've not, I've no. not seen them. I saw the results, um, but they had like a super Sunday where they all played. And, you know, I, I think the interesting thing is... Um, there's been like almost two rounds, and five out of six teams have got a win so far. So it's going to be a tight Close. competition. Ooh.
0: Well, it sounds exciting. That's what you want, isn't it? You want a tight competition. Now, big news for round one is that defender Kayla Cullen uh, will be back on court after a really bad run of injuries. She's going to be playing for Stars Against Magic. Uh, Surely having Kayla back in the mix for the World Cup squad can only be good news for New Zealand's hopes.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, she's a freak of an athlete. Like, like she is incredible. But (laughs) ever (laughs) ever since she came onto the scene, like, I think as about an 18-year-old, she got into under-21s. But she's just been like serious injury after serious injury. And you just kind of think if this girl could stay fit, she'd be one of the best in the world. But she's just never been able to put a run together. So, I mean, fingers crossed for her. This is the year because you'd love love to see her playing well. At a world cup,
0: just don't get another injury. Yeah, well, <laughs> there
1: we go. <laughs> there you Fingers go. Yeah. There, there's your advice, Kayla.
0: Now, am I right in thinking that players can now represent New Zealand even if they don't play in the uh the premiership, the ANZ premiership?
1: Yeah, so they changed that rule because previously they'd stopped players doing that, and Laura Langman was sort of discounted from playing, and there was a bit of backlash. And right. so now I think there's Laura and there's Maria tutaira Adelaide, so so they will still be able to play for New Zealand. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah. Uh, now we've had a WhatsApp message here from Danielle Co. Uh,
0: Thanks, Danielle, for getting in touch. Didn't know she had our number. Uh, she's frustrated that we only get one week game a week from the English Super League. Yeah, you can see all the ANZ games on Sky and even series link them. Uh, she's also got the uh, Suncorp app that I know you guys spoke about last week. And she says it's amazing as it shows all the Australian quad games and high five games. And she says she thinks that we need to do the same in the UK.
2: I absolutely agree with her. She needs to start a petition. You know, nobody yeah. would disagree with her at all. And I'm not quite sure what the deal is with Sky. You know, that would be a chat with England Netball as to what they've agreed. Um, the, I think there's a thirst and there's a need for it. That would get plenty of viewers, but I just don't understand why it doesn't happen. It's an no. easy enough thing to set up.
1: Yeah. yeah. There must be a reason, we're just- Well, I don't know. And then uh, like Netball Europe's happening this weekend um, in Huddersfield Can actually. I say my hometown? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Home girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> So that's happening in Huddersfield and that's our under 17s and all the home nations and Dubai are playing that. So that's like the very first opportunity you get to represent England. That's been live streamed on Facebook. Wow. So that, so that it's po- it's is short, out it's there. possible. So it, yeah. yeah. It, it's possible and I I think we we just kind of need a bit of a kick up the backside for for Super League to get that done because to be watching more New Zealand games and oh. under 17 games than you are Super League game seems a bit ridiculous
0: yeah well that's like the Facebook thing surely that's the future
1: well you'd you'd think so Emma
0: but I I, I
2: can't and I don't know the answer to this one I can only assume it's got something to do with England Netball with rights with Sky just holding it up for whatever reason you know and I'll put it out there if somebody wants to try and ask them then let's have it somebody come to us from England Netball and tell us why it's not happening
0: yeah well maybe we should try talking to them because that'd be interesting we're all none of us have the answer no, and clearly no one else does so it'd be interesting to actually find out so that we know um now we'll share the details about how you can stream uh, the ANZ games as well in the UK on our social channels at my netball nation after the show and just as a little side note because we've spoken so much about so many different things already and we've still mm-hmm. got more to come uh, if there's any questions that you want to ask for next next week's podcast please do get on all of our social channels at my netball nation you can literally ask anything to us that's about
3: netball, really. <laughs> I, <laughs> I want to end.
0: <laughs> about netball. anything at all uh, right then. Uh, so on last week's episode, both Sarah and Mags chatted about their experiences playing against some very talented men's netball sides, one of which being Knight's men's netball team. We therefore jumped at the chance of speaking to Knight's men's netball founder and manager, Lewis Keeling. Welcome to the show, Lewis.
1: Hi guys. Hello, lovely to
0: have you <laughs> nice. here. Uh, so first off, if you heard the show last week, uh, we caused quite a bit of a debate on Instagram with our chat about boys being banned from a national netball competition. What are your views
3: on that, Lewis? That was an interesting one, really. Um, I, I, after reading that article, I kind of my, my view was that it, it didn't it didn't really feel sexist against the guys. It actually felt kind of more sexist against the girls Um because effectively what they were saying in that article was that the girls will have to play against the guys, which I've, you know, at that age, um, especially in a mixed sport, which is so, it's so good for being a mixed sport. Um, it, it, it just didn't really make sense to me. So I was a bit disappointed that they, they 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 banned those um those boys from playing, especially as a in a tournament that they'd um really be planning on playing in and, and been coached towards.
1: Lewis, did you, <laughs> did you play from a young age, or is it something you no. picked up later on in life?
3: No. So I I, uh, I actually got into it about um, about six years ago. Um, my sister in law, she. Um, I think she was on an England pathway originally. Um, she, met, she occasionally mentioned Rachel Dunn and stuff, but um, she uh, she basically grabbed me out of uni and was like, "Well, you're tall, you'll play. You played basketball before and a few other different sports, and uh, coming down, and I got involved in um, indoor netball, oh, uh, yeah. um, the net scene, and then kind of uh, kind of progressed from there. And then when that when our when our centre sadly got shut down in London, it's crazy that that happened. Um, then. Yeah, I kind of converted over to seven aside and uh, and just kind of went from there. Really.
0: So was it because the the center got shut down that you set up Knights Men's netball?
3: No, well, I, I was. It was that was the reason why I kind of progressed over to playing sevens, and then having having played sevens kind of more and more in in the mix scene in London. There's, there's a, as a, as, you, as you've alluded to in previous episodes, there's a there's quite a large mix scene in some of our bigger cities, but especially in London. There's absolutely loads of leagues um uh we kind of i just had a, i just had seen um some men's netball before and i just thought it was time for someone to have a fresh look on men's netball we at
1: lightning obviously played against you in in pre-season and it's a, a massive help to have another team of of the standard that we we kind of need for for match play but what what is this sort of ambition now with knights like what what do you want to grow it to well uh,
3: knights was just a kind of uh well thank you very much um firstly for for saying that's very nice mm-hmm. of you uh, but uh <laughs> But uh, Knights was really just kind of, it's just to kind of prove a point, really, that, that men's netball is, is relevant over here, as it is in, you know, Australia and New Zealand. Um, you know, we, we, we've got our, our trials on um, April 6th and we hope to maybe grow to a third squad. Um, but then really, you can start thinking about a league then um, and starting to break the squads down and mix them up and, you know, um, and, and start thinking about a league moving forwards. And, you know, once you, once you get that in place and you start getting... Kind of leagues uh, across the country, then you can start thinking of it as a kind of established version of the sport. Um, it we, we we're definitely not just stopping at having one club. I'm I'm, I'm not really interested in just having a club that, that wins games that doesn't really doesn't really help anything. It's more about um trying to spread the word and actually get it up and up and running. I mean the 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 key thing for me like in future, I don't know how long the way, and I, um, you know I have, I have goals etc. But um was to was to start um, an England men's team um, up again. Uh, I know they had one previously that used to that used to play against um, teams which is fantastic, but just to kind of give that a bit of um Rebirth, and I've been talking to um, some some of the old members of the England men's team about that, and you know that seems a possibility. Um, but they, but I, I wanted to I wanted to do that kind of organically and grow that uh, slowly towards that, not just assume that we are the England men's team, etc. Uh, et so um, I think that's that's like, that's a key thing, and then going going representing at con- uh, competitions like they're going to have at 2020 in Perth, um, you know the, the, the men's indoor sorry, the men's World Cup. Um, I think I think things like that are are needed um, in terms of pushing the sport forward have you got any sorry you look like you were going to ask I a was question just gonna,
1: I was just going to say do you want to give your trials a, a quick plug where yeah. are they what, what's happening uh,
3: they're in uh, they're in North London um, near 760s um, find all the information on our, our kind of Twitter Instagram and Facebook group um, awesome. um, yeah so if you just search for Knights Men's Netball there just um, go ahead they're open trials anybody can come along and uh, we encourage everybody to come along. We uh we got we got thirty six guys down to our first ever trial and we we're some kind of unknown team who, you know, uh, hadn't not done anything yet. Um so I'm a little bit worried about getting quite a few people. So <laughs> get, but um but we'll, we'll you, see how it goes. You've
0: got a bit of an extra plug on uh, Netball Nation anyway, Lewis. Thank you so Brilliant. much for
3: joining us. No problem at all. Thank
0: you. Take care.
3: Thanks. Bye, bye.
0: Right, okay, it's that time of the show again. Round eight predictions. and We know how much you love this, yes, Sarah. Yes, yeah, I've got my cash here. She's got ready her money, to go. out, ready to go, but she always ends up taking it out with her.
1: We never actually see it go into the kitty. Charity begins at home, people.
0: <laughs> right, so let's get your predictions, Mags. I'll throw to you first. Bath yeah. v. Thunder.
2: Mm, we discussed this earlier, didn't we? And it's the Serena uh, situation. I am going to go with, just to mix it up a little, I'm going to go Bath.
0: Mm, what are you saying? I'm going to go Thunder. Oh, you, so you both going different ones. Yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. Someone's going to have to put their hand in the pocket. Well, I mean, it'll be me. But <laughs> <laughs> We'll and, see, we'll see. Uh, storm v. Dragons. Mags? Oh, <laughs> are, are
2: you saying oh, these are some storm. good ones? I'm
0: going to say, I'm going to Storm, 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 Storm. Right, say
1: dragons to make it different. Uh, no, <laughs> well, t- I'm gonna a difference. I think dragons will y- run them, yeah, but I still think Storm Storm, storm, storm is, is a tough place to go, Um but I, I think I might take Dragons because the are due a big result. Yeah. I mean, they also prove me wrong every time. But come on, Dragons. Yeah. Right.
0: Uh, and then we've got Lightning and Pulse, what are we say in.
2: Lightning all the way. They are on a run. They're on for the hat trick. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, Sarah, what
1: are you saying? Obviously, I'm going <laughs> Lightning.
0: You're agreeing on that then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, remember what happened last time? What, when Mags yeah. backed against us? Yeah, and then yeah. She's
1: so, <laughs> she still owes double, yeah. actually.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's what you want. You want Mags to go against you and then you can just no, keep I can't. I winning can't. streak. No, No, it's uh, definitely Lightning all the way. Uh, wasps v. Sirens. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Wasps are going to be too good at home, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, stars v. Mavericks.
0: I'm
2: going to have to go with Mavericks on this one because Mavericks, the performance last week was almost on point. So I'm going Mavs.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go Mavs. I I think they're just like quietly going about the business. You know, there's a lot of chat about Wasps and and Thunder and Bath. And I think Mavericks are going under the radar, but just consistently winning. So I think think they'll take that one.
0: Thank you very much, ladies. Well, of course, we'll revisit this next week and see who's got what right. Uh, Now, before we wrap this up, have you got anything that you'd like to add at all? We, I feel like we've spoken about so many things. We, we've really rambled on today. Yeah, haven't but we? I've <laughs> loved it. I, I feel like because I've not been here for two weeks, this has been great. It's been like therapy for me. Have you got anything that you'd like to add to it?
1: Um. Well, I think the exciting thing is not this weekend. Next weekend is SunCorp preseason tournament in oh. Brisbane, so that starts to get a bit exciting because the Australian League kicks off. So um, that's going to be one to keep an eye on. But this weekend. I, like I said before, it's all about Netball, Netball Europe under-17s in Huddersfield. Um, I don't know if they've sold out, but it's at Huddersfield University, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. So get yourself down there. And live-streamed on Facebook, so... Yeah. for any young netballers, you know, looking at what the top level at that age group are doing—that's that's, that's the things to watch. To
0: that is so good. So it's getting so where for anyone listening, where do they go on Facebook? I think it's
2: um. Is it under is it under Netball Europe? Have I think it, I own. think it's
1: under Netball Europe right. on Facebook, but we'll have to put a link on on yep. so, on the website. Of co- well, we'll share it at yeah. My Netball Nation. We'll share. So if you
0: are wanting to live stream that, if you can't get there for whatever reason, but you do want to watch it, we'll put it on. We'll put the yeah. link to it. And on.
1: and you know, it's from like midday. Friday all, yeah. all the way through the weekend so it, it's a really good opportunity for people to see what, what our younger generation are up to
0: I bet you're excited about that aren't you Magsie I know you touched on it, it, it earlier it's
1: seven bit. minutes away from my home
0: <laughs> oh, get your binoculars out you can just watch it from there can't you is that, is that running <laughs> um, <yeah. laughs> no that's in the car <laughs> <laughs> oh it's so exciting well thank you so much once again Sarah Bayman and Maggie Bergershaw uh, you've been listening to Netball Nation I've been Emma Jones and if you've enjoyed the show please don't forget to subscribe and give us a little review only if you like us uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts and you can also check out our website once again my which is where we will update you on everything everything will be on there uh, you can find us on all the social channels as well at my netball nation so do give us a follow uh, for all your netball news and uh, we'll see you next week, see see you next week. enjoy the sunshine Woo. this is netball nation